0: Welcome back to Yeg Sports. Ethan and Ryan here with a bonus episode this week. We're going to be previewing. We're going to be previewing two Toronto teams' off seasons here. Um, we're going to be starting off with the baseball team, the Toronto Blue Jays. Ethan, get us started here on this off season preview.
1: Yeah, here on the YYZ Sports podcast, uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk about the Raptors a little bit later. We got some news uh for the boys in red and black but first we're going to talk about my favorite team the Toronto Blue Jays we're going to take a look at uh, the upcoming offseason I say upcoming but it's like the season's already started just not yeah. much has happened <laughs> uh <laughs> but yeah we're gonna we're gonna take a look at some free agents some potential some potential trade targets uh and basically play armchair GM for the next hour ish. Uh, <laughs> so let's let's hop right into it. We're gonna start with some pending Blue Jays free agents, uh, mm-hmm. and just we're gonna play keeper cut. Do you hold on to him? Do you let him go? Uh, Alrighty. The first the first one I have written down in my notes is Chase Anderson, but the Oilers, the Oilers, the Blue Jays already cut him loose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they decline. I, I'm pretty sure it was a team option on, on the contract that they declined. Uh, so let's start with another pitcher. Let's start with Anthony Bass. Ryan, keeper cut?
0: All right. See, with all these, there's so many pitchers, both in the free agent market and who are free agents on this team, that it's going to be tough to try to, for Ross Atkins to try to like puzzle together which ones he's keeping and for how much. But, um I, I like Anthony Bass. I would say, why not keep him? Unless, you're, unless you somehow acquire so many pitchers in a, through other methods that like you just you don't need to keep your depth guys. But otherwise, I would say keep him. You're keeping him? I am also keeping Anthony Bass. Yep. And
1: I have two reasons for this. First, we haven't seen him pitch against Mike Trout yet. And l- <laughs> you want to talk about legendary <laughs> matchups. Bass um... versus Trout is... High on my list. But yeah. the second thing is, we're going to talk about another pending free agent who's actually next on my list, and that's Ken Giles. Mm-hmm. Ken Giles, who was injured all of last season. He got injured the first series against Tampa. Never came back. Anthony Best was the guy that uh, stepped into the closer role. Now, he wasn't the exclusive closer, But he led the team. He had seven saves this year. Uh, I'm looking at the numbers. 351 ERA. ERA plus of 127. For a guy I had never heard of before, like, end of last season. Yeah. He did. He did all right. And he stepped up. And he was, him and Ryan Berucki, I think, were the leaders for this Blue Jays bullpen that just came out of nowhere and Mm -hmm. were good. How, how many times do we say especially the first month of the season the bullpen was the best part of the team?
0: Exactly there's so many games that like and especially with these closing pitchers that the Jays of previous years would have lost those games and that's not to say that all the leads were protected this year either but like players like this were very important in taking this team from like being like a fringe team to actually securing a playoff spot.
1: Yeah, and this was a season of comparisons.
0: Throughout the season, I find
1: I found myself comparing them to the 2019 team, and mm-hmm. in 2019 we essentially had one reliever. We had Ken Giles, and everyone else was a wild card. Yeah. 2020, all of a sudden we have. It, it's not like we brought we brought in some new guys, but guys just started pitching. Anthony Bass had a great year. Uh, Dolis was amazing. AJ Cole was solid. Ryan Baraki, who I still think should be a starter, uh, was awesome coming from the bullpen. The only, I would say the only two guys that had awful seasons in the bullpen were, uh, Wilmer font who just bleh and <laughs> Shunye- Shun Yamaguchi who, who came from Japan. These different baseballs in the States, right? I'm going to chalk mm-hmm. it up to an adjustment year, but uh, but yeah, I think Anthony Bass, you'd be crazy to let that guy go. And yeah. speaking of crazy, <laughs> Ken Giles, the man who punched himself in the face after blowing a save like three years ago, and that's <laughs> what he's remembered for. Yeah. Ken Giles, what do you
0: think? Um, I Again, this past year, we didn't need him and it was weird cuz 2 years ago he's all he was all we had for closers but like i again i'd be down to keep him i feel like if you can have both him and base bass it's it's like why not like i feel like it's it's tricky to start with the depth guys if you don't know like i wouldn't prioritize signing giles over other guys on this list but if if you can keep him i think he's still going to be good to keep
1: ken giles is an interesting one. He's not... I don't know if he's in that elite tier of closing pitchers, but mm-hmm. he's he's up close to the top of the list. He's... I. Let's see if I can find uh, some career stats for Mr. Kenny Giles.
0: Like, yeah, so everyone, else, his, everyone else... Everyone else who, his, like is starters, it seems like, on this free agent list, right? A closer would be nice to keep if you have one who's good.
1: For his career, Ken Giles has a 2.74 ERA, which is low for a starting pitcher, let alone a a reliever. He hasn't... Okay, so 2019, he was 1.87. He had a couple years where he was in the fours. But again, he's you know what you're gonna get with Ken Giles. If he comes in with a lead in the bottom of the ninth, ninety nine times out of a hundred, you're, you're gonna win the ball game. Of course. So and I it seems like based on some of the interviews that I've seen that Ken Giles likes playing in Toronto. He likes the city, he likes the fans. Uh I love Ken Giles. He's one of my favorite players on the team. I I think I, another interesting thing about Giles is we got him in the Roberto Osuna trade, right? And that mm. was I, I thought it was amazing how Ross Atkins seemed to make the best out of a bad situation because when we traded Osuna, you know he was going through some some legal issues and. A, a change of scenery was best for him yeah. and you know in return we got Ken Giles who was the Astros closer but got demoted because he had about a two month stretch where he stunk it up mm-hmm. and that was when and the so infamous self punch happened <laughs> uh, and so you know when when the, when the Blue Jays traded for Giles it was like oh well you know we're not getting much back but Mm-hmm. Well, you know, was good as gone, and then they Giles comes in. Yeah, Ken Giles comes in and saves like twenty games in a row or something. And so I'm, I'm keeping Giles. I think I'm taking a quick. I would say Ken Giles is the most important free agent for the Blue Jays to keep. If I if I could pick one guy to keep, it'd
0: be Ken Giles. For for me it would be someone else on this list a bit later. But I, I, I do think Ken Giles is like the hardest to replace on this list.
1: Which another way of saying is the most expensive. Yeah. So that's gonna be the issue. Because there will there will be interest for Ken Giles. I guarantee
2: Absolutely.
1: it. hmm Uh let's move to a position player real quick. Uh Joe Panick.
0: It's good to have depth. I feel like if you can get him for like a reasonable cost, I'd say why not? Um, Although he's not the only second baseman who's a free agent right now, and he is second priority for me. Uh, But again, um, our bullpen was really good this year. And I, you know, it was just, it would just suck to see him go. And have that negatively impact the the depth of the team.
1: Okay, I I love me some Joe Panic. I love Joe Panic when he played in San Francisco. Uh, I part of that was because I like the Giants, but I I he's my kind of ball player, right? He mm-hmm. walks a lot. He doesn't strike <laughs> out. He puts the ball in play, and he plays exceptional defense. The bat. Starting to leave him a little bit, but again, he's he's a he's a good option off the bench. You can plug him in at second base and won't have to worry about him. Yeah. The thing is, I mean, he played forty one games this year. That's pretty impressive
2: for you. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you know, for a guy that hits uh, two twenty five, the Jays have too many bench players right now. Yeah. I'm looking at the Jays bench. Okay, so Panic, who's a free agent. Villar, who's a free agent. Espinal, Drury, Maguire, Fisher, Davis, Kirk, Billy McKinney. Right? I just named... For bats, you're looking at five guys at the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, you have to carry less pitches on the roster, and I don't think any GM wants to do that. So I'd love to keep Joe Panic. I just don't think there's room for him. Because yeah, if, if, if you keep him on the team and you play him, you're taking at-bats away from some of the young guys.
0: You're taking at-bats away, but like, like you said, the, the defense. Like if, the thing is, someone has to like replace him in all ways if you're not going to keep him.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. Some of the guys I just named can play pretty good defense on their own. Like, Espinal, Espinal do, isn't as good as Panic defensively, but he can play shortstop, which makes him more valuable. Yeah. Uh, Billy McKinney is exceptional in the outfield. Derek, Fish, Derek Fisher, no. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Davis can play center, which, again, premium position make, makes him – Way more valuable. So, with with uh, Ken Giles, you brought up whether or not he's replaceable. Joe Panic is very replaceable.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: All right, next up, the maker of shoes, Matt Shoemaker.
0: This guy's my priority. I understand mm. that there's, I understand that there's going to be free agent pitching options, um, but. I, I would like to keep Shoemaker. I feel like he can definitely be a starter. He's, not, he's probably not going to be your ace, but that's okay. Um, obviously, we saw him play great in the playoffs before being pulled. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would like to keep Shoemaker. I, and he is clearly more replaceable than Giles. Uh, but I feel like the replacements are going to be more expensive and harder to get. Um, I and I, but again, for Shoemaker, he's a free agent, so there's already going to be interest from other other teams there as well. But I, I, if if possible, I would like to keep Shoemaker.
1: Matt Shoemaker is the Blue Jays' number two starter. Yeah, if he resigns, really uh, like reuse your ace again. Yep. You know what you're going to get with him, but if you're the management you kind of got to ask yourself what do we want our rotation to look like in in you know 3 4 years when the Jays win the World Series mm-hmm. uh, 3 years in a row yeah so i'm looking at guys who i think can start
0: pearson uh, at some point
1: okay so so i have the Jays active roster pulled up i'm just looking through names so baraki is one a lot of people want to see him in the bullpen i still think he's a starter uh, okay, so Baraki is one, Nate Pearson's ready to go, that's two, Robbie Ray they just re-signed, Tanner Rourke, Ryu, Trent Thornton, Yamaguchi in a pinch. So, okay, scratch Yamaguchi, that's six guys without Shoemaker, without Taiwan Walker who we'll get to. So would so, you
0: would, if if you're gonna sign him, would you want it to be shorter term? Or are you leaning towards a no?
1: How old is Shoemaker? Do we know?
0: That Shoemaker is 34 already.
1: Okay. I I may me okay, here's what I'm thinking. I go with a two-year deal
0: for Matt Shoemaker. See, but you mentioned Tanner Rourke. He's also 34. And he sucks. <laughs> so,
1: Matt Shoemaker, you sign him to a two-year deal. Okay, first year, he's your number two starter. You go Ryu, Shoemaker, Pearson, Baraki, Robbie Ray. Okay. Trent, Trent, I'm leaving out Trent Thornton because he missed all, all of last season. So you mm-hmm. start him out either in the bullpen or triple A just until, you know, he gets back into the swing of things. Yeah. Then in 20 what it, 2022, yeah. for the last year of shoemakers deal. Now it's Ryu Baraki, uh, Pearson, shoemaker robbie ray tanner roark's contract will be done and actually robbie ray's contract will be done so double t can be your fifth starter yeah so i think mean, next year shoemaker is your number two guy a year after that obviously depending on how well he pitches next year
2: mm-hmm. he'll be a he'll four, or
1: five. fine four or five guy uh but yeah, I love some at Shoemaker. I don't know if he's going to want to sign with Toronto after how the season ended. Mm-hmm. I know I wouldn't. <laughs> uh, after the season he had, like, ugh. But uh, yeah, I, after Giles, Shoemaker's the next guy I want to keep. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jonathan Villar, VR1.
0: Jonathan Whatever. Jv, um, I um, I feel like there's going to be other teams offering him more time and more money. However, I think he's a, he's great to have as your first off the bench guy. I would like mm-hmm. to keep. I would like to keep him. I just don't know how feasible it is if we're going to be in a bidding war. I don't know. I I feel like my, my my short answer is yes, keep him.
1: It's not a yes or no question. Keep. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm <laughs> I'm cut. I'm cutting him for the same reason I'm cutting Joe Panic. Uh, just no room, right? Like there. you can make room, but again, then you're we're trying to build around the the young core, right? Yeah. So I, yeah, I yeah I love Jonathan Villar. He was awesome here in Toronto. Did exactly what we wanted him to do, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm cutting him. Last on my list,
0: Taiwan Walker. Um, Like you mentioned with Shoemaker, you, know, you don't know if, if he's going to want to stay. I would, as soon as I can, figure out if Shoemaker wants to stay. And if he doesn't want to stay, I'm going to go over to Walker and keep the guy. You know? Yeah. It's, it would it's, suck to lose both of them in my opinion. Losing both Shoemaker and Walker in the same offseason would be tricky unless you're going to sign you're ab- a free agent.
1: You're absolutely right. I'm doing everything I can to keep one of them. Yeah. I'd prefer exactly. it to be Shoemaker. Me as well. If it's if it's Walker, I'll be disappointed but not it won't be a failure. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Like I I don't know. It's weird because the Jays locked up Robbie Ray, which, I mean, that spot could have easily gone to, to Walker, right? Yeah. So based on some of the articles that I've been reading, it sounds like Walker is at least interested in staying. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how it plays out. Do you have any more free agents that I missed?
0: Uh, That is all of them who are still all free right. agents. I don't think there's anyone else.
1: So we're gonna stick on the free agent market, uh,
0: yeah.
1: but we're each gonna give one guy that we think the Blue Jays should go after in free agency. So Ryan, I'm gonna let you go first. Who's your free agent
0: the Jays should target? Alrighty. So and I think you, I, my position of need is is pitching. That's what I think needs the improvement. Um, okay. Especially if we're going to lose Shoemaker and or Walker. And right. um, I'm, I'm looking at someone like James Paxton. Oh, yes. I was hoping you would say
1: James Paxton. The big maple.
0: Yeah. From
1: uh, what,
0: Langley, BC? I think it's somewhere in British Columbia. I, I, want, somewhere I want James BC. Paxton. I know right. and I, a, a possible alternative, like just looking at like the pitching, it would be, would be Tanaka as well. Um yeah there's going to be Trevor Bauer rumors. I don't know if that's your best option. I don't know. I, I still lean James Paxton. I don't think we need an ace. I think Ryu has that slot. But imagine Paxton as your number 2 behind Ryu.
1: Oh man, that's a deadly 1-2 punch. Especially and, he, and he's okay. way
0: cheaper than Bauer would be. I'm looking at
1: a, I'm looking at a team like the New York Yankees who build their lineup around left-handed bats. Yeah. Imagine you're playing a series against the Jays, and you look at the projected starters. Oh. Game one, Ryu. Game two, Paxton. Both lefties against mm, the Yankees. You're dead. The the Jays are sweeping that series.
0: Absolutely. And I know there's going to be like hype around Trevor Bauer. I feel like Paxton's your safer and cheaper option.
1: I, I wrote about Trevor Bauer in, in the article that I just posted on EXports.com, shameless blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, do you know some of the rumors that are going around uh, Trevor Bauer lately?
0: I've heard about the one where he cheated.
1: <laughs> okay, so I'll just explain to any listeners who are a bit fuzzy on this. So... I can't remember if it was this past off season or the off season before, but basically Trevor Bauer, baseball's mad scientist, Mm -hmm. uh, went on Twitter and he did some experimentation. And basically what he said is the only, cause there were a bunch of pitchers who had increased their spin rates by a lot over the course of one off season. Like we're talking 300 RPMs and basically what Trevor Brower said was the only way you can increase your spin rate that much is by using pine tar. And yeah. guess what happened to Trevor Bauer's spin rate this year? Did the same thing. Went up by 300 RPM. So <laughs> there are some people defending him saying that all pitchers use pine tar. So what's the big deal? Uh, Ryan, do you know why that rule actually is in place? Do you know what happened that
0: caused the foreign oh. substance rule? Is there history? I, I'm not familiar with it.
1: There is. So this wasn't always the rule. I'm talking the 1920s and 30s. You could put whatever you want on the ball. Pine <laughs> tar, tobacco, <laughs> uh, Vaseline, whatever you could find, you could put it on the ball. And when you put <laughs> it on the ball – you get a better grip. You can put more spin on the ball so you can throw it faster and it breaks more. Yeah. So eventually what started to happen is guys were putting so much gunk on the ball that they just turned black. Mm. Right? Just from the crap that was on them. Yeah. And I believe it was Ray Chapman got hit in the head with a baseball because he could not see it.
0: Oh. It
1: blend It blended in with the outfield fence. Mm-hmm. It hit him in the head. This was before batting helmets. Hit him in the head, and he died. It was Major League Baseball's oh, only on-field fatality. And that's when they brought in the rule. They banned the spitball, the, the emery ball, the licorice ball. That is No fair. foreign substances on the baseball. Jeez. And so since then, yeah, you can't put anything on the baseball. And it, if you do, it's you get suspended. Mm-hmm. So this whole oh everyone's doing it so what's the big deal, that rule is in place for a reason. Yeah. Okay, so you like James Paxton. That's his free agent. The guy's target. he's
0: Canadian. That yeah. <laughs> How can you not, right? Yeah, that's my that's my pick.
1: Watch the Jay sign Paxton to a seven year deal. And uh, he gets the last out in the World Series. Nice. That would be something. Okay, so James James Paxton I had as one of my honorable mentions. Nice. Uh, the other guy that, that I like, but I'm not picking, is Tommy Listella. Mm-hmm. During the season, Listella was kind of the guy I was I was pumping up. Uh, but basically, I think the Jays have two holes they need to fill. First is center field. Okay. Randall Grichuk performed admirably in center field, but he's a right fielder. He should be playing in right field. Uh, and third base. Again, I like Travis Shaw, mm-hmm. but I don't think Travis Shaw is the answer. Is part of the future plans for the team, mm-hmm. right? He was just kind of, it was a two year deal. Just, he was a J. He was just a guy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> to quote so, Sean
0: Patrick Ryan.
1: In in both my free agent and my trade target, I have one center fielder and one third baseman. All right. For my free agent, center fielder from the Boston Red Sox, Jackie Bradley Jr. He's 30 years old. Uh, 2020, he had a slash line of 283, 364, 450, which was actually kind of a down year for him for his career. 239 batting average. 412 on base percentage, which I... What? 412 on base? That's pretty freaking impressive. 732 slugging. Elite defender in center. Doesn't strike out a lot. Mm -hmm. And last year, what kind of started to happen with JBJ was he really tried to pull the ball and hit it over the fence, which is not his game. His game is put the ball in play, see what happens. If he doesn't worry about the home runs, he's an all-star. Hmm. So, I'm going with Jackie Bradley Jr. That's my free agent target. Folks, if you're listening, let us know. What, who would you prefer the James go after? Obviously, it's going to be James Paxton because he's Canadian. But <laughs> which, which guy do you like better? All right, so let's turn to the trade the trade market there's some mm-hmm. big names being floated around yeah some, like ba- we're talking mvp candidate names being thrown around who do you like for the jays to go after
0: what i like and this is to address your third base um i like chris bryant from the cubs Ooh. um his contract like uh is, what, one more year left, I think? I think it's one more year less of club control. Um, so we wouldn't even have to worry about any contract stuff, like this year, which would be nice. Um, yeah, but Chris Bryant, I think, addresses your, your third base need. And he also plays outfield, I'm pretty sure, if you need him to, which potentially, you know, if you want to keep Gritchuk at center, you could put him at right. I don't know. But y- your hope is that you, you sign him, or you trade for him, sorry, for the third base position. So you're
1: like, well, speaking of MVP, not just MVP candidate, but one in MVP. Mm hmm. Uh, I can't, uh, that was 2018. I don't remember. Uh, hmm. I, I don't know if I like the one year
0: contract, though. This is true. I mean, if you can get someone, e- I just feel like the one year contract with the arbitration would make it easier to acquire oh, so we're he... giving up less
1: oh we still have him under team control Oh, yeah okay. team control yeah cuz he's only 28 that's right
0: yeah so it's not like he one year in the ufa it's just one year and then you have to deal with it you know if you deal with the fun fact the... i
1: i don't know if you knew this about chris Bryant. he was actually a, a toronto blue jays draft pick
0: i did not know that yeah well, bring him back the...
1: They drafted him out of high school. He didn't sign. He went to college, and then the Cubs picked him. Nice. Jeez, that, that, I might have to change my answer. <laughs> yeah, he's not a free agent until 2022. That's yeah. interesting.
0: There's still club control.
1: I would... You'd have to give up an arm and a leg, and maybe... That's the only issue. Yeah, And three fingers to get him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, we're talking, we're talking probably, probably Nate Pearson. And, Which
0: you don't want to lose.
1: And maybe Alejandro Kirk. And if you can probably somehow, Travis Shaw, like.
0: Yeah, well, definitely Travis Shaw. That'd be like, that'd be like your, your, like, your replacement, I guess, in a way. And then you have to like sweeten it around that. If you, if you honestly, if you can make this trade without without losing like Pearson or like you know, one of like your, your main guys from your young hitting core, I think it's I'd probably fine. a solid I'd be move. Fine
1: give it, I I'd be totally fine giving up Alejandro Kirk to get Chris Bryant. Yeah. yeah. We have a I, I do not mind that one bit. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. I also picked the third baseman, but nowhere near as as intriguing as Chris Bryant. I want to get it out of the way. It's a New York Yankee, so Mm. (laughs) I'm already kind of hesitant. It's uh, Miguel Andujar. He's 25 Mm. years old. Last year, he only played 21 games. Uh... It was a combination of factors that I'll get into a little later. So last year, 283, 315, 488. For his career, 242 average, 277 on base, 355 slugging. Like I said, he's 25.
0: So he's under club control until
1: 2023?
0: Uh, I, yeah, I believe so. So that, that'd be very nice.
1: Okay. So he joined that if, young core. If you know the name Miguel Andahar, it's because in 2019, his rookie season, the guy hit everything that moved. (laughs) He just exploded into Major League Baseball. And then what happened was he got injured. He he hurt his shoulder. And then when he came back, the Yankees had Gio Urshela, another young prospect, beat him for the job at third base. So (laughs) now he's been struggling to get playing time in New York, which is why I believe he's gonna be dealt this year. I don't know where. Yeah. Um the one thing I'm not a fan of is the defense. It's not bad. He's definitely no Travis Shaw at third base. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> I I would describe it as shaky. Mm-hmm. Um but at third base it's less of a problem as Shortstop Van. or center field. Yeah. It doesn't hurt you as much. Uh it's a great contract. He's I don't even think he's making a million dollars. Uh and yeah, team control for a while, which is the main thing I like about it. It's a risk. Yeah. You don't know what you're gonna get from uh from Andrew Har. But Team control, the potential's there. Yep. When when this guy was coming up through the minors, he was a top prospect. Uh, so yeah, Miguel Andahar is is my pick. Again, let us know what you guys think. If someone else the Jay should go after. Who do you like better? Obviously Chris Bryant. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Although it's yeah. expensive as heck. But <laughs> eh, Well, I tell you what, Andahar is not going to be cheap either.
2: True.
1: Oh, and also, while we're talking about trades, shut up with the Francisco Lindor. We're not getting Francisco Lindor. You <laughs> shouldn't try to get Francisco Lindor. Okay, here's why. Francisco Lindor is a shortstop. I think Bo is a fine shortstop. Maybe you disagree with me. Let's say, you know, the Jays do get... Lindor, they play him at short. Okay, now you gotta move Bovichet to second. Okay, yeah. now you gotta move Cavan Biggio to third. <laughs> but then you gotta move Travis Shaw to first, and now Guerrero or Telez can't play. Or or you move Biggio to the outfield, but now one of Gritchuk, Guriel, or Hernandez can't play. hmm So no. Doesn't work very well. I it's expensive and it doesn't work. I love Lindor. I think he's a great player. Uh, I, every year he's an MVP candidate. I, I love the way he plays, but again, no room. Mm-hmm. I, I like Hernandez and Gurriel a lot more than I like Lindor. So. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to keep talking about trades for a little bit. This is going to be the, the segment where we piss some people off. hmm Ryan, you look at the Blue Jays roster. If you can pick yeah. one one guy with hopefully some value mm-hmm. that the Jays should trade away, make a deal with, who is it?
0: I'm looking at Travis Shaw. Who? As, I'm sorry, but as you said, I don't know if he's part of the long-term future here, and it is risky to sell low after back-to-back bad seasons, one with the Brewers, one here. I just feel like there might be interest from other teams still. And especially if you can land an aforementioned third baseman via free agency or from trading, I think that instead of having to move guys around as you said, you can just sub someone in at third and move out Travis Shaw. Um, and again, it's about training someone with value. Like obviously you can move people around and then put people on like have guys on the bench. But I feel like I just don't know if he fits into the long term plan.
1: Okay, interesting. So that's going to be my I, best I, answer. I thought about Shaw. I didn't go with him for a couple of reasons. One, you already have a hole at third base. Trading away your best third baseman doesn't fix that hole.
0: I agree, but that's why you would make this trade after acquiring your right. uh, third baseman to, to, uh, to get value back and to avoid having to move guys around.
1: And this would be contingent indeed.
0: on acquiring a different third baseman.
1: The the other reason I didn't pick Shaw was because I figured that'd be the easy answer. Uh, mm-hmm. I kind of figured you'd go with Shaw. <laughs> uh, just because, like, I think that's the first guy you look at and say, yep, he's yeah. not part of the core. Yeah. Send his ass packing. Unfortunately. So, but. I'm going to go with a very, very, very popular Blue Jay. Ooh. And... A guy that I really like too. It 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 pains. This is like this is as painful as when I said the Oilers should trade Zach Cassian. hmm. I I really hate having to do this, but uh, I think the Jays should deal Randall Grichuk. I know. I know. I'm awful. I'm uh, terrible. Okay, stop throwing things. <laughs> Here's. Here is why. I'm going to present a logical reason why. Because emotionally, I'm like, what are you talking about?
0: Yeah, he's my my favorite.
1: Okay, let's look at the Jays outfield right now.
2: All
1: right. Left field, you got Gurriel, one of the team's best players. Mm -hmm. Right field, you have Teoscar Hernandez, arguably the team's best player. He just won a silver slug
0: yeah, last season he was the best player.
1: Yeah, he was our team MVP. Yep. Center field, who's not actually a center fielder, <laughs> Randall Gritcha. And we we talked about this before. He's not a center fielder. He mm-hmm. plays okay center field.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, th- I think the Jays are going to try to get a center fielder this year. And as soon as you do that, you have a log jam in the outfield. Yeah. Like okay, let's say the Jays bring in, let, let let's say they sign Jackie Bradley Jr. as an example, or or even George Springer because that that's kind of the bit the rumor that's been going around lately that the Jays are interested in George Springer. Okay, let's look at where you can move guys. Guriel can play middle infield, but that's already locked down. Hernandez is kind of limited to corner outfield, Gricek outfield, Springer outfield. So one of those guys has to DH. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: If you DH one of those guys, that means one of Guerrero Jr. or Tellez has to go to the bench. Because one of them is going to play first base, one of them is going to DH. One of those guys has to go to the bench. You see how this is becoming a problem?
2: Yeah,
1: and you fix that by dealing away an outfielder. You don't. You're not trading Hernandez. As bad Absolutely as his not. defense is, as bad as his defense is, again, he was the team MVP last year. I'm pretty sure he led the team in WAR. Let me just mm-hmm. double check. Uh, okay, he was third. He was behind. He was behind Ryu and Biggio. This always surprises me. Biggio was the highest position player for WAR. Really, which is just unbelievable. That's that. Hernandez probably would be ahead of Bisio if it wasn't for his awful defense.
0: Yeah, which hopefully that can improve.
1: So, yeah, you're not trading Hernandez. You're de- definitely not trading Guriel. Nope. Guriel is part of that core. Grichuk's just by process of elimination is yeah. the guy you get rid of. I, I, I understand and again, that. it pains me to say it. I I am ashamed that I am speaking this block. on faker podcast. But yeah, I think it is. And your you Ethan, volume.
0: your audio just got really, really crunchy. Check check your mic. Hello. Oh, uh, hello. You're back. Did I lose you? Okay. Your audio has got like real muffled there for a second,
1: at least oh, on my man.
0: end. dang it! I believe. Okay. Everything you said since blasphemy sounded robotic.
1: <laughs> well, maybe I should just cut this whole thing out so people don't hear this. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm going with uh, with Randall. Great check. Sad. Yep. Anything else you want to discuss for the Blue Jays? I'm I'm refreshing Twitter as we're talking about this to see if there's any news. Yeah. Uh, but it's all basketball. Mm-hmm.
0: How's our replacement pitcher situation, do you, Replace- do you think? What do you mean, replacement pitcher? Like, guys to come in late in the game. Do you think we need any more? Oh, replacement. Re- Relief pitcher is that right? That's the term for it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, I've been calling them think, pitchers for two years now. I think. I
1: think well, it's the same idea. I think we're good on on the bullpen front.
0: Yeah.
1: I think adding another piece would be good. It would yeah, help the team.
0: I had my but, like backup trade target as I was going to look for a. Uh, Relief pitcher, but seemed like third base is more important there. Yeah,
1: I like there's no holes in the bullpen, I don't think. Yeah, already. That this is the part where you segue us into basketball. We're doing the basketball. (laughs) <laughs> Boys, We're the, doing the basketball.
0: basketball. We're doing the basketball. All righty. So the Toronto Raptors, who are playing in Tampa Bay to start the season, apparently. Yeah, that like. Okay, quit. Buffalo kind of made sense for the Blue
1: Jays, because at least it was close. Yeah, yeah. But Tampa, like, why don't you just go play on the moon?
0: <laughs> uh, I, I moon! The moon! I feel bad for the doink master himself, Mayor Q, for uh, not getting them over in KC. Yeah, shout um, out to our friend, uh, yeah, Mayor Q, for, <laughs> for not getting the Raptors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I think one of the big discussions, and if we're going to go into the keep or fold first, the first one on the list was going to be Fred Van Vliet, I assume. We've kept officially signed. A uh, four-year expansion for eighty-five million dollars, I believe. I did not just read that; I read that earlier. I hope that is correct, and I remembered it. I think it's four eight. Ladies three. and gentlemen, boys and girls, we got him. We got him. So that crosses one guy off of our list for keep or fold. From what I understood,
1: it was a it was a four-year deal with a player option for the fourth year. Hmm. So at least at least three years.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Not bad. Um. Yeah. So, hang on. Let Let me just make sure we got all the Raptors news. They're playing in Tampa for the start of the season. Yep. Which I mean, it's nice to know that they decided that before the season started.
0: Ain't that nice, eh? (laughs) I mean, NBA just
1: again best sports league in the world, best run league.
0: Uh.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not really. Saying much <laughs> given the like the MLB was a disaster, the NHL can't figure their stuff out, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, so we got okay, they're playing in Tampa. Fred Van Vliet signed. Update on Serge Ibaka, Masai Jiri, and GM Bobby Webster are meeting with him in Chicago with I think two or three other teams. Good, uh, that's happening today, I believe. Ooh. Uh, so yeah, we'll see what happens with Sir Ibaka. Mm-hmm. Um, but he yeah, is let's...
0: first on our keeper fold list. So it's a. I mean, I don't, Ethan. I don't know what you have for Ibaka, but for me, it's a fold. I'm kidding. I, I literally you're, typed.
1: You're cutting him.
0: I no. I am kidding. I I literally typed in all caps. Keep now on my on my okay. notes.
1: <laughs> okay. Good. Good. Yeah, I'm
0: keeping Serge Ibaka all day
1: oh yeah
0: Alrighty, righty and our our second um keep or fold player would be gasol
1: mark gasol so we're we're getting the centers right out of i'm keeping gasol too i'm i'm of the belief that uh i i like having a a one two center punch mm-hmm. that's sound, that sounded so weird coming out of my mouth Uh <laughs> a one two punch at center how is that yeah you know bo- both guys can play you know close to half the game
2: mm-hmm.
1: around that 24 minute mark takes the load off of them uh the the wear and tear you don't see as much uh and the raptors had that with abaka and gasol last year both guys started games yeah they're both solid players, so I'm, I'm keeping both of them. Absolutely.
0: I would be a bit cautious with the with the term length for Gasol, because he is. It's
1: the NBA. They're going to give everyone one year contract. It's like, if
0: that's the case, there ab- is, like, absolutely.
1: There is no long term contract in the NBA.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then our third guy. Uh, I think this is the only other guy that I have, at least for free agents, is Rondé Hollis Jefferson.
1: I'm cutting him.
0: I he's replaceable.
1: I think if I'm not mistaken, he's a power forward, right?
0: That's what he's listed as. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, the Raptors kind of have a log jam at the at the forward spot because they got Siakam, they got Ananobi. So there's your future, yeah. your future stars right there. Uh, they have. I'm missing somebody. They, there's who am I forgetting? That can play power forward.
0: Ah, Siakam.
1: I said Siakam.
0: Chris Chris
1: Boucher. Boucher, that's the one, right? Uh, yeah, Boucher, and then Norm Powell can play small forward. Mm-hmm. Uh. So yeah, I just, I again, I like Hollis Jefferson. I think he's a good player, but
0: I don't know how much he's gonna play in Toronto. Yeah, he's not necessary. He's replaceable, mm-hmm. as you said. Alrighty, Is, that's all for the f- pending free agents that are left, right? I believe so. Yeah, because Van, Van Vliet was Van this Vliet morning, got
1: locked so. up. Nice, Thank God. I I told you this before we started recording. I did not think the Raptors were gonna be able to yeah. hold on to us.
0: i I figured that and like it was already at the point where like my like for my free agent options were like assuming that he was gone. And I'm like yeah. assuming that we lose Van Vliet, here's here's our go-to guys, right? Like here's who we should get. But he's he's here, which is which is great. Alrighty, so moving on to free agents that are not on our team. Um Ethan, who would would you take from the market?
1: Okay, so I think before I tell you my free agent, I think we need to address the elephant in the room. And that is, the free agent that the Raptors should be going after is not in 2020, but in 2021. And his name is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, I mean, that's not news to anybody. (laughs) <laughs> but whatever whatever the Raptors are doing this off season.
0: Yeah. Keep that in mind. It's
1: gonna it's gonna be done, but also keeping cap space for Giannis next year. Yeah. But one thing that I I think might be a little surprising to some people is there Okay, there's a good chance the Raptors don't get Giannis. I think there's a good chance that they do get him, but there's a good chance that they don't get him. Of course. There's another free agent next season. Maybe. He has a player option at the end of uh, 2021. Can you guess who this free agent is?
0: I do not know who you're referring to.
1: You might have heard of him. Kawhi Leonard. Didn't he play here before? Kawhi Leonard has a player option at the end of this coming season, so if things aren't if things aren't going well in for the Clippers, which they did this year, holy <laughs> crap! What a disappointing end of the season for the Clips. You know he might want out, and you know why wouldn't he come back to Toronto? Yeah, he was one here before. <laughs> He's serious. When, when he signed with the Clippers during yeah. Kawhi watch, it was it's not like, oh, screw you, Toronto. I'm going somewhere else. He yeah. seriously considered staying in Toronto. But the deciding factor was he wanted to play in Los Angeles. He wanted to go yeah. home. Yeah. Well, he he did that. And again, yeah, this is all dependent on how next year goes for the Clippers.
2: Yeah.
1: It didn't work out. It's not working out so far. So why wouldn't he want to come back?
0: And he'd if, be welcomed back if, if
1: the if the Raptors have cap space for Giannis, then they definitely have cap space for Kawhi. So
0: yeah, that's a nice keep backup that, option. Keep,
1: keep that in mind, Raps Nation. Uh, with that being said, I do have a free agent uh, the Raps should go after. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had one written down. But then some news broke that uh, sorry, I'm just gathering my thoughts. Some news broke that changed my my pick. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I originally had I I hate saying this because he's he's from the Celtics, but I had Brad Wanamaker change my answer <laughs> to Bogdan Bogdanovich, not to be confused with Boyan Bogdanovich. Bogdan <laughs> is from Serbia. Boyan is from Bosnia. I checked all this. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm so tempted to say it like in Ukrainian, Bogdan Bogdanovich, of course, because <laughs> that's what it is. Uh, but anyways. Bogdan. What's a Bogdan? It's it's such a silly name. (laughs) Bogdan Bogdanovich. Last year, 15 points. Bogdanovich. Three three assists from the shooting guard position. I don't think this one's going to happen after the Van Vliet news. Mm -hmm. But I'm just... I'm just imagining a backcourt where you have, you know, Lowry at point guard, Bogdanovich at shooting guard, and Van Vliet playing, you know, thirty minutes a night at both positions, switching between yeah. the two. So mm-hmm. Van Vliet not starting, but still playing kinda of, kind of a Norm Powell situation from last year. He didn't he wasn't in the starting lineup.
0: But he played a ton.
1: But you know, he'd still play twenty to thirty minutes and put up twenty points. Mm-hmm. So I I like Bogdanovich. He's and uh, imagine a team where you have Siakam as your number one scoring option. You know, Bogdanovich number two, Lowry three, Ananobi can score, whoever your center is can score. And yeah. and the other thing is Bogdanovich is the Raptors kind of player. He's he's kind of that three and D. You know he'll lock you down on on defense and he'll just shoot threes, which is he shot thirty seven percent from from three point, which is impressive. Uh, and he's he's from what I understand, he's a smart player. He thinks the game well. He has the work ethic that the Raptors want. Uh, So, yeah, my pick for free agent signing Bogdan Bogdanovich. Interesting note, he's a restricted free agent. Uh, (laughs) But from what I understand, the Kings haven't extended a qualifying offer yet. Basically, okay, the news that I I was talking about kind of made me pick Bogdanovich was the Kings had a deal with the Bucks where they were going to trade Bogdanovich, and then yeah. the Bucks were going to sign him. And that deal was, has been in place since, I think. But all of a sudden, it came out a couple of days ago that the deal fell apart. So I don't know what happened. Hmm. But now all of a sudden, Bogdanovich doesn't have a qualifying offer from the Kings. And... I don't it's think Popovich wants to stay in Sacramento because the Sacramento Kings are just a bad franchise. <laughs> so uh, I think the Raptors should take a run at him.
0: All right, my my free agent is to improve the mid range at the point guard position. I'm looking at Brandon Knight. Okay. I feel like I don't have much else to say other than the fact that it just improves a position of need. And it's something that is a small enough move that you'd have cap space for next season.
1: Yeah, it's. A, Add Kifibaka, in-
0: right? Sign a Baka first, but.
1: Yeah, it's it's an incremental
0: upgrade. Of course.
1: Yeah. Okay. Something yeah, small, I like it because we I don't like need to
0: make a big splash with because we like re-signing our guys and saving our money is probably the way to go. So yeah, just a tiny little upgrade at point guard. All right, so moving on to our trade target. Ethan, what you got?
1: Hang on, let me just pull up his basketball reference just so I don't get anything wrong about him. (laughs) Okay. You'll notice both my picks are point guards Mm -hmm. just because I think... Well, actually, Bogdanovich is a shooting guard. So they're both guards. Uh... After signing Van Vliet, I don't think the Raptors need another guard, but I made all these picks before they got Van Vliet. (laughs) But but my pick, point guard and shooting guard, from the Indiana Pacers, Victor Oladipo. 28 years old, last year 15 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists. For his career, 17 points, 5 rebounds, uh, 4 assists. Again, three and D, hard worker, smart player. The reason I like him a lot, mm-hmm. one year deal. So his contract is like pretty high cap hit, but his contract yeah. expires just in time for either Giannis or Kawhi. Yeah. Um, my so yeah, pick, I'm going with Oladipo.
0: My pick is also with one year left on a deal for the same reasons right. and is a point slash shooting guard for the same reasons. I went with former MVP Derek Rose from the Pistons. Oh. I feel like this, this and again, one year left only. So this can be your, and I feel like the Raptors are a team that, like, should be in win now mode every single year. Of course you want to have your future in mind, but like for to get him on a to get Derrick Rose on a 1-year contract could be huge for this upcoming season and if you can't re-sign him after that season, then like it's okay if you don't give up too much. I f- and also if 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 you want to re-sign him after that, then sure. You know, if if just in case you can't get you know Leonard. Um but yeah, that's going to be my pick. Derrick
1: Rose. All right. I like it. That that's bold.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like you said, he's won an MVP, three-time All-Star. That is. That would put butts in seats if butts were allowed in seats.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like cuz the Raptors are they're a very good team. They like they're they are a contender already, right? Yep. Um yep. and I feel like you had someone like that, like People are going to be picking this team. They're going to be betting on this team, like for this season. Of like,
1: yeah. let's be honest. The only reason the Raptors lost to the Celtics in the playoffs was because they didn't have a number one scoring option come to play. Yeah. Siakam struggled. Van Vliet, you know, he shot his threes, but he couldn't do anything in close. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't have. You know, Siakam is a number one option in the NBA. He just yeah. wasn't in that series. Yeah. Or in the Brooklyn series, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, these guys, Bogdanovich, Oladipo, Derek Rose, I think any one of those guys could could fill that role for Absolutely. a season. Yeah. Um, and you brought up the Raptors should be in win-now mode. Yeah. They still have a pretty good future. Like, they, they do. They have Siakam. Siakam and Adenobi, like
0: yeah, no, they're those guys good. are
1: gonna be good for a long
0: time. This, this, they're in a very good spot right now. Yep. All right, so moving on to our uh, player to move out or get rid of. I'm gonna be straight up. I don't have an answer for this one. I actually like didn't like it's blank on my notes. I I did not come up with someone to like get rid of. For the sake of getting rid of them, of course, there's deals you could make to acquire players, but like I feel like based on you acquiring, who you're willing to give up would change. But yeah, I don't have anything. Did you come with anyone for for trading out?
1: I did, but it's irrelevant now. Uh, I <laughs> had the Raptors draft picks this year. Uh, this mm. was the first time since I think like 2016 the Raptors had a first round draft pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but they used it. They drafted. Oh, shoot! Um, he has a really cool Malachi something.
0: Yeah, cause we were gonna record this like earlier than the day we were recording it, right? And so like before the draft would have happened. He kept pushing it back. Not
1: <laughs> Flynn, a uh, point guard from San Diego State, who again is the typical Raptors player. Yeah. Three and D hard worker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I again I made these picks before the draft. I said trade away the picks because again you're in win now mode, but mm-hmm. they use both of them. So here I am with my foot in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean I think that just shows that there's not really a weak spot on this team that you feel like you need to address like getting rid of mm-hmm. them. So right. It's you a, could out- they're at this they're
1: at this stage where they're about Incremental
0: upgrades, yeah, absolutely. Um, so going to get them to, just over the top, you know. We saw like yeah. we see teams who are like near the top for a while, and they just make these tiny little changes, and you don't think much of them, but they're all you need for another championship. Uh, it's like who did the lightning add this year? Oh, they, well, yeah, Tampa Lightning, they added Bogosian, Shen, Blake Coleman, Barkay, Bark Barkay, Bar- Blake what's his
1: Coleman. Name? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, of. Col- Coleman.
0: Bark. I-, I kept trying to say Barkay Goudreau, and I'm like, that is not. <laughs> that is not the guy's name. Yeah, Barclay yeah. a- Bar- Goudreau, along with you know Blake Coleman, Bogosian, Shen, Macalini, They made some additions to every position. And um, it's just Coleman a bit over the top. I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah Coleman was yeah. great. Yeah, when you're
1: when you're that close to winning a title, you don't need to. You know, um, well, like look, look at how long the Raptors were, were close, and then they had mm-hmm. Kawhi, and yeah. then that took them over the top, right?
0: Yeah. Exactly. You got um, you got
1: anything else before we bid the folks adieu?
0: I just broke a piece of my pen I was playing with, so there's that. So- nice, nice. <laughs> oh, there it is. I found it. We're good.
1: I think we're done, guys.
0: <laughs> I found the pen. We're good. Yeah, so that about wraps up our bonus episode previewing the off season for the Blue Jays and the Raptors, your two favorite Toronto teams out here in Yeg. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: unless you're, a, unless you're, uh, I don't know, a Toronto FC fan, or maybe you like rugby and you're into the
0: Toronto Wolfpack. Maybe you like the Leafs, even. In which case,
1: go listen to something else, you <laughs> buffoon. Uh, anything else to listeners at home? Uh, or not let, at home, or in the
0: car, or wherever they are.
1: Yeah, let's be inclusive. Uh, Sam <laughs> Bennett is a bust. Gaitan Haas is an elite second line center. Fred Van Vliet is a Raptor for at least three more years. Of course. Life is good. Life is good.
0: <laughs> righty well we will catch you guys um in only like what five six days because this is coming Mag- out so late next week
1: on we'll uh, next week's next episode
0: week. we will see you soon